Well, that sucked. Yeah, but now we're going. I don't want to go fun. now. Huh? I've lost the mood. How about now? Hang on. Yep, now's good. Okay. So anyway, if you would, please like, subscribe, and follow This Is Truly News. If you haven't already, I mean, because if you already have, it would be. Unless you want to go to a bunch of other streaming places and do it. Oh, yeah, yeah it would be fine. That. So, and then share it with your friends and family, because actually, whether you, you know, love us or hate us, just like, subscribe, and follow, and you can just, you know, do us a favor. When you get the, the little thing in your email, yep. open that, and then delete it. And we're fine. Or you can listen, in which case, we don't, we're eternally grateful. And not responsible for what you think of us. And, you know, a hair confused. Like, subscribe, follow. This is Truly News. Thank you for your support. Wow, I feel like a Jane Russell commercial. You are a Jane Russell commercial. So there's a one of the, the Facebook pages I'm on. Yeah, was so cool. Um, they were I forget what I was reading. Something about the old starlets. Okay, I had Marilyn Monroe walking in with Lauren Bacall. Oh yeah, and Rita Hayward. Yeah. Ah, oh, babe. <laughs> Those were some stunningly, although flawed, women. Yes. Yes. Some and of them the mildly part crazy. They had Jane Russell in a couple of the, you know, I've seen pictures of her as a kid. Yep. Um, she was a stunner. Mm-hmm. My dad could never figure out how she ended up being a nun in her last pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand that then, but I'm getting the idea now. Yeah. Beginning to understand. He says. Yeah. And on speaking of in my era. Okay. All the midwife. Yeah. Big deal for the BBC. And it works pretty well for PBS, too. Yep. And although I would never admit to watching much PBS, I'm hooked on that thing. Oh, wow. Thanks, Netflix, you rat bastards. <laughs> well, imagine how the... the, the, the but Jenny, Jenny Agater plays yeah. um, Sister Juliet. She leads the Nanata's House contingent okay. of midwives and nurses. How nice. Um, she is probably, I think, about 70 now. Oh. But there are some where they show the old actor, and there's a picture of her... Doing a, a photo, a photo. I'm sure that was sent out with headshots and things. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I, there are various others when she was a young babe, and it was like, holy freaking moly, you were like, wow. And now all I remember as is Sister Julianne and that one chick from the council on on all the Marvel things that <laughs> ran. They ran Shield. Yeah. He was the one face. Remember, because it was the one they tried to. Who was it? Somebody used something to imp- imp- impersonate her. Oh, shoot. I can't remember. Anyway, I can't either. That's, those are the places I remember her from. But now I have pictures of Sister Julianne in a nighty that I can't get rid of. <laughs> well, then let's just move on to some stories, shall we? Thank okay, and the lady that is based on? Yeah. The, lady, the actress who portrayed her in the first three seasons while they were actually doing the stuff from the book? Yeah. Left to become a movie star. Ah, and didn't do it. And the only other thing I've seen her in, she's a black, she's a wet work operator for the CIA. Oh, black ops. This is a step up? (laughs) Well, both are wet work. (laughs) Wow, sadly, yes. Dad. (laughs) Dad joke. You got to do dad joke alert before you do that, because my brain sometimes will go right by them. (laughs) Anyway, have you done a story yet? What's wrong here? Back to the office, minions. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. 
All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Office minions? Yes, Apple's Apple's CEO, Tim Cook, the slave-driving megalomaniac, wants everyone back in the office at least three days a week. What the? Apple employees aren't having it. So far, Ramses would be proud of this man. Five times they forced Apple to rescind back to the office directives. And he won't. And this time, Cook really means it. He really, really means it. Except for the fact that the employees continue to not have it. An employee group called Apple Together is leading the charge, arguing some staff are happier and more productive outside the office. That's my question. Can can they do their jobs from home? Yes, apparently quite nicely. Could this mean you could actually close down office space and, I don't know, save money? Staff advocating for permanent remote work wrote to Cook earlier this year, saying they felt not just unheard, but at times actively ignored. And several employees, the most prominent being Apple's director of machine learning, Ian Goodfellow, who, you know, by all accounts, especially his last name's a pretty good good guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He resigned over the issue. Did you have your hand up? I did, but now I've forgotten the question. The group wants Apple to let employees and their immediate manager determine their working status rather than a blanket directive from some power-mad CEO like Putin. I mean, Cook. Uh, Zucker. Apple. (laughs) Zuckerberger. Apple Together is collecting. Apple Together is collecting and verifying. Wow, we're getting quite a list of names these days. Of support and will send them to executives. And it is exactly as I had predicted. Which is structure top down management is in for a rough ride. Yeah. And the scary part is the little mom and pop shops that were fine before. Yep. May not ever be again. Uh, Well, but we will get new ones. Things will continue. I hope so. Yeah, we will. Of course, the folks that had the old ones doesn't help them. Mm. So remember Route 66 getting your kicks on? Oh, yes. Drivers on Route 66 and Interstate 40 in New Mexico did a double-taker, too, when a newly upgraded State Department of Transportation sign erected last week pointed drivers toward Albuquerque. Only they actually sent them more towards Albuquerque. (laughs) Yes. They forgot that one little quirky R. So they basically had you going to Alba line line. People called, they emailed, pointing out the, well, rather obvious mistake. Visible to drivers on parallel highways, no less. According to a department spokeswoman, we'll call Kim. Mm -hmm. A corrected sign went up last week, she said. I do not recall this happening before, but I honestly think it was just a simple mistake. I think they left off three letters. They should add a T-O-N there at the end. Actually, four letters. They should have added a T-O-N-S, a simpleton's mistake uh, well, the newly renamed apple qq used to have another r in its name <laughs> that's what it looks like if you dig out that r yeah Albert, i've always wanted to spell Albert it qq i've always wanted to spell it alba qwerty and remember the as the partridge family said just point me in the direction of alba qq according to the city's Partridge family, it's a TV. Look it up. Google. Alba Quirky? Alba Quirky. Alba uh, and it should be, and it should be Alba Quirky. Okay. It should be. Yes. According to the city's website, colonists were granted permission in 1706 
by King Philip of Spain. He's dead now to establish. a new. I know. And I didn't even know he was sick. Right. To establish a new community on the banks of the Rio Grande. The colony's governor, Francisco Cuervo Valdez. Why do they put a Y in there? Does that Y do anything? Where, Cuervo yes. Y. E. Cuervo y Valdez. Mm-hmm. Frank, Frank wrote a letter to Spain's Duke of Alber, Alber Herky. Ah. So it, it, in my way of thinking, it would be Albert Quirque. To report that it had been named La Via de Albuquerque, Albert. No, I can't. Albuquerque in his honor. Try saying it with an accent. I, I mean. can't even say it in English, much less <laughs> Swahili. The first R, the first R was Swahili just shut accent. off. Okay. The first R was dropped later, leaving Albuquerque with its current spelling. I think if they'd left the sign up, they could have had it respelled again. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Albuquerque would then be known as Albuquerque. Ooh, I love it. Point me, which would make the Partridge Family song very dated. Well, and it do a lot of things to uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. I should have taken a left at Albuquerque. <laughs> that spinning noise you hear would be Mel Blanc. <laughs> Who's, and you can see his picture in my background. You can. I think that is still one of the finest prints of all time. Right there. You're fine. We got it. It's okay. right over there. You can't miss it. You see, you see his head right there? <laughs> yeah, look to the other side. Okay. Now, if you go just see the on-air sign, Yep. now go to 2 o'clock. Okay, and there you go. There you go. Former Australian... Wow. <laughs> we are idiots. <laughs> You're right. Former Australian Big Brother contestant Tilly Whitfield, by the way. I'm not sure what kind of company this puts us in when we've just admitted we're idiots now because Tilly's done something truly idiotic. Well, we could be proud of her. Let's find out. She ended up in hospital after purchasing. Or if a- I was in Canada, Western especially, let's find out. In my boot. Ended up in hospital after purchasing a sewing needle and ink kit. She bought online to do a DIY tattoo. She had seen the social media trend of people giving themselves semi-permanent tattoos using tattoo ink and a sewing needle and wanted freckles. On purpose? Oh, yeah. Because all the girls I knew growing up wanted yeah. to hide them. Yeah. And I always liked freckles. Did you ever notice girls with straight hair wanted curly hair? Girls with curly hair wanted straight hair. hair. What the hell is wrong with you women? (laughs) Make up your darn minds. Although one lady put it rather succinctly. Yeah, but you guys wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and go, yeah, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. And how does that happen? Exactly. (laughs) You you and I look in the mirror every morning and go, hello, handsome. You'll do. (laughs) Unbeknownst to Tilly, the ink contained ink, the ink contained high levels of lead. That's not good. She was permanently scarred with severe redness across her face and was even temporarily blinded in one eye. And it wasn't by the light. Her video was racked up by 1.8 million views and many people were shocked, shocked, I say, at her scarring. One said, I'm gasping in horror as a former tattoo artist. Another added, spent my whole life trying to cover my freckles. Bingo. I had them as a kid, and everyone would tease me, and I thought that was stupid because they teased me for my freckles. And they are actually kind of cute. 
you when know. they had so many other things they could have used. <laughs> right, like my general intelligence and demeanor. Yeah. Hmm. Cops usually have a prime suspect. Well, actually, now it goes from person of interest. Yes. And then once they narrow down the persons of interest to a prime suspect. Mm-hmm. The San Luis Obispo County Sheriff's Office believes their prime suspect may be a little capuchin monkey. They called 911 from a zoo last Saturday night. Think about it. Where else would a capuchin? I mean, what are you going to do? Call you from the jungle? Reception was, in the jungle sucks. You just have to have a satellite phone. You have to have George of the Jungle on the, uh, the, jungle, on the jungle grapevine. Remember who? Okay, who played George of the Jungle in the first movie? Brandon Fraser. Oh yes, yes. Brendan, first time I saw Brendan Fraser. First time I saw Brendan Fraser yeah. was in George of the Jungle, and then he was an action star for a while. And he did Tarzan. He no, he Didn't did he the Mummy. Tarzan? He did the Mummy. I he was in the, the Mummy movies. I still which, by the way, those. Were, were produced and directed by. Steve Summers, who I played baseball with one summer. Did you really? Little League, eighth grade. <laughs> it was a while, while then. It was more than a minute. While? It was like centuries. Shut up. You're as old as I am, you freakishly weird antique. The call disconnected when and dispatchers tried to call again and text back, but there was no response. It's a monkey. <laughs> yeah, man, that, they so didn't deputy, know that. So what do you do? Deputy you send somebody out. Investigate, yep. In their social media post, the address turned out to be the Zudiu near Paso Robles. Uh, but the deputies found that no one there made the call. They finally deduced that a capuchin monkey named Root. Is it Root or Route? R-O-U-T-E. Yes. Named Root Route. Had apparently picked up Ruh-ruh. the zoo's cell phone, which was in a golf cart used to move about the property. We're told said the office's post. <laughs> Capuchin monkeys are very inquisitive and will grab anything and everything and just start pushing buttons. Yes, they will. When asked, Root wrote, <laughs> Ruh, Ruh. which sounds like Scooby-Doo, uh, said no, he was just trying to get pizza delivered. <laughs> That's exactly what he was. Did he buy are, any books? Are Capuchin monkeys the one with the uh, the red butts? No. Oh, Those are macaques, takes... I think. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, Red butt I... macaqued. I have got to learn my monkeys better. What's the difference between monkeys and chimps? Um, Branding. And why are some great apes great apes and there's like gibbons are only just apes? Well, and where are the half-assed apes? Nobody ever points them out. Chicago. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.